Before I begin my homily, I would like to welcome all the guests who are here present with us for this celebration. Welcome to St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, if this is your first time. It's such a great joy for me to see the church kind of filled in like this, because this is where we're meant to be. This is how we're meant to gather together. And so it's so exciting for me to see the church filled like this, and I wish we could have the church filled like this at every Mass, every weekend, every week of the year. But as we come together to celebrate Christmas, we have to begin to ask ourselves, why are we even here? What are we even doing here? What are we really celebrating when we come together to celebrate Christmas? And why does it matter? Because I know a lot of our young people here, especially the kids, they're here to be here. They're excited not for what we're celebrating, but what they possibly get to do when they go home. They're more excited about getting to open their Christmas presents pretty soon than really being here and sitting in the church. Some of our moms in our pew may be more antsy than others, trying to get all the Christmas decorations, all the Christmas present wrapped, get all the Christmas decorations and the celebration put together well for in-laws to gather together, for everyone to gather around the table and make it picture perfect. Dads, maybe on the other hand, are just here to be here and are ready to get out of their suits, go home, get a beer, cold beer in their hand, and finish that Cowboys game that's going on right now, right? There's really no reason for us to be here sometimes. But that's what we want to think and to hold. But why are we really here then? Why are we really gathered here? Because we hear in all these Christmas hymns, through Advent, we hear, O come, O come, Emmanuel. And as we enter into this Christmas celebration, we hear joy to the world, the Lord has come. But our Lord Jesus Christ came through 2,000 years ago. It doesn't impact me today. We're not celebrating anything more than just Jesus' birthday, right? It's just another year that he's grown older. Another year that we gather here to celebrate his birthday. And that's kind of it. And the church really forces me to be here, to be joyful, to be happy. But really, my dear brothers and sisters, we're here more, for more than just that. We're not here, gathered here, just to celebrate Jesus' birthday, clap happy birthday, have him blow out his candle, and call it a day. Because when we think of Christmas and the nativity, the birth of our Lord, that's all we ever think about. But instead, what I want us to focus on today is the yes we hear in our gospel reading. First and foremost, the yes of our Lord Jesus Christ in obedience to the Father. And secondly, the yes of Joseph and Mary. Because when we look at all of this, those three yeses have to be in play for everything to fall in line, for us to be celebrating Christmas for our Lord to come incarnate, become man, and walk among us, to dwell among us, to be a part of our lives. But it begins with three yeses. First and foremost, Jesus, in obedience to the Father, becomes man and dwells among us. 
He enters our humanity in the ugliness, the dirtiness, the imperfect of our lives to show us what it really means to live. He changes the meaning of everything by becoming man. We then see the yes in our gospel reading today of both Joseph and Mary. We really focus sometimes on just the yes of Mary when the angel Gabriel appears to Mary and tells her she's going to be carrying our Lord. She's going to give birth to Jesus, the Son of Man. But we forget also the yes of Joseph. Joseph, we hear in our gospel reading, a righteous man, finds out that before he brings Mary home to his house to live with her, she is, she's pregnant with a child. She's bearing a child. That child he knows is not his because he has never been with her. He's never lived with her. But yet he's, she, he, she's carrying a child. She's bearing a child. So being a righteous man, being a good man, he decides not to accuse her of anything. Because if, she, if he accuses Mary of infidelity, the result of that accusation is being brought out to the center of the, the city and being stoned to death. Not just the death of Mary, but the death of the child she's carrying. So instead, Joseph wants to leave quietly, to write a decree of divorce and leave. This uncertainty, this uncomfortability with the reality that faces him. But yet he says yes to the message of the angel and says, yes, Joseph, take this child as your own. Make this your child. Mary wasn't unfaithful to you, but by the power of the Holy Spirit is now carrying the Son of Man, now carrying the Savior. And in that, he continues to remain faithful to that call and even names Jesus. Because in Jewish culture, to name a child is to say that I've accepted that child by law as being my own. So Joseph, even though he's not the biological father of Jesus, accepts Jesus as his own child and raises him up, educates him in the Jewish faith. We know that yes, as Mary encounters and endures, she hears the message of an angel. She says yes and responds to the work of God in her life, not knowing what it's going to do to her, not knowing how her life is going to change forever, not knowing the impact that her yes has in her life and into the life of the world. We hear it in our gospel reading today because as Mary and Joseph are going to give birth to Jesus, they're not doing it in a very cool and nice, comfortable way. They're not surrounded by family. Jesus is not born in a comfortable way. He's born into a manger. The first people to come see him are the shepherds. Not his family, not his neighbors, not his relatives. And as Mary and Joseph are going through to the inn, knocking on the door, asking for a place to stay, 
They don't, they get turned away by all their family and friends. So as we look at this nativity scene, as we come to meditate on the mysteries of Christmas, we're looking and responding and seeing how Joseph and Mary and Jesus responded yes to the work of God. Their yes comes about with the cost. We come to celebrate Christmas with family and friends. So as we gather together, there's a cost that comes from those celebrations. There's a financial burden that comes from it. There's also the drama that comes from it. The cost of headaches, the cost of frustration, the cost of anger and infighting within the family. But we want to risk it all. We still gather together. We still want to be surrounded by family. We still say yes to those Christmas invitations. So as we look at the nativity scene, we too are invited today to respond to that yes. That yes of how well are we allowing Jesus to grow within our own lives. Yes, he is born again today, but how is he being born and grown within ourselves, within our hearts? How is he living within us? As we live out the Christmas message, Christmas, Christ to the masses. How are we going to bring Christ into the world? How are we going to share Christ to others if he himself is not growing within us? If he himself is not dwelling within our hearts with love, if he himself is not changing our lives like he did the world when he came into this world 2,000 years ago. Because he came in history. He came at a moment. And he came to light the world on fire. We see that. We don't, we don't see that just in our scriptures. If you go back and read Jewish traditions and read other commentaries about the history in that point, there is historical evidence of a man named Jesus walking the earth 2,000 years ago in Israel who they claim to be born of God who's going to change the world forever. That world has changed and is still changing, my dear brothers and sisters. That world is called to change from us, from within us, and to light that world on fire with the love that God has for us. Because Jesus' yes to the Father was to become man to show each and every one of us what true love is. How do we respond unconditionally to the love of God? Remind us of where we were supposed to be from the beginning. And from the beginning, we were meant to be in right relationship and in love with God for all eternity. But yet, because of original sin, we've fallen. The relationship between us and God has been strained. The, our relationship with each other has become strained too. So he comes and becomes man to repair all that relationship with the Father to show us what is love and lay down his life and become the sacrificial lamb for us. And it begins at the, the, the nativity scene. It begins at Bethlehem. It begins there with his yes. So as we come to celebrate Christmas, we're reminded of our own yeses in our lives. How are we responding to God? 
How are we enacting and living out the Christmas season every day and every moment of our life? Because Christmas is not just December 25th, my dear brothers and sisters. It's a mindset. It's a reality. It is experience that we have to encounter and live every day of our life. That yes is little yeses. We see that in the life of Mary. We see that in the life of Joseph. Both their yeses transform their way of life slowly and will change them forever. We want to be joyful. We want to be loving. We want to have peace in our life. Because if you ask any kid, it takes mom about two minutes to wrap any Christmas present. But it takes a child five to 30 seconds to rip off that work, play with their toy for two minutes, and then it goes into a pile. There's more to life than that. Everything is passing and fading away. But if you want true joy, if you want true peace, if you want true love, it begins every day with that little yes. The more we say yes to God, the more our life changes, the more the world changes, and the more our lives is transformed and changed forever. Just like Jesus 2,000 years ago became man and changed the world by his words, his action, and his deeds, by his preaching, by living out that gospel message, he's called each of us to do the same. So let us remind ourselves as we celebrate this Christmas season and begin today, let us ask the Lord, how can I say yes to you? How can I respond in a yes, in a yes manner to you this Christmas season? How can I today, what, with whatever I can do, say yes and bring Christ to others? How can I bring Christ to the masses every day and every moment of my life? Amen.